Greetings and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we will be talking with your favorite LGBTQ authors. I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is the author Kathleen Knowles. Hello, Kathleen. Hi, Anita. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Um, unfortunately, I was watching TV news, but now I get to stop watching it for a while. But uh, I'm good. Yeah, it's kind of disturbing right now and sad. What would say? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I would rather talk about books and lesbian fiction and and romance than that. Yes, any day, any day. So, Kathleen, how long have you been writing? I have been uh, writing off and on my whole life pretty much i remember as a teenager uh starting to write write things down and i took english classes ap english classes when i was a high school student and i did very well at them although i went on to major in biology but i wrote some fan fiction i've written short stories um i've written a little bit of everything that's that's quite a shift from, you know, writing, being creative in that manner to biology, which is, you know, uh, more exact, right? Um, yeah. Very different. Um, how did that happen? Um, well, I loved science as a kid, uh, too. And, and I just, I don't know, I had the vision I didn't envision myself as a as a professional writer I I thought I was a professional uh biologist and I've worked all kinds of technical jobs my whole life um I'm retired now but I I liked science um and I was pretty good at it and so I just think in practical terms I thought I should be a science but I never stopped a scientist I never um, stop thinking about writing or certainly read constantly all kinds of, of stuff like all writers do. They read all the time. So, you know, it just took as long as it took. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. So um, how long have you been a published writer? Uh, Bold Strokes Books published my first novel, Awake Unto Me, in 2012. Wow, so that's not that long ago, really. No, no, it's not. Okay, and and have you always been with Bold Strokes? Yes, that's where I started, and that's and that's where I, uh, where where I am. Um, my uh, a friend of mine, who's in the publishing business, was in the publishing business, told me that my story of uh, publication and getting published is as uh, a rather rare one since I submitted the manuscript to Bold Strokes and they accepted it on the first try with the caveat that, oh, this needs a lot of work. And I said, sure, fine, I'll do whatever work you'd like me to do on it. So uh, that it, that is pretty unusual, right? Yeah, I I just got uh, uh I got lucky. It was the right book, I, I guess. I'm I'm not even sure, but. I'm grateful and uh, so grateful and uh, it started me off. That's awesome. And that, that book is called Awake Unto Me? Yes. It's a historical uh, romance set in San Francisco's turn of the century. Oh, cool. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Uh, yes. My two characters, um, one was a, 
uh, an orphan and and uh, is uh, grows up to be a uh, a, a cook um, in a famous hotel in San Francisco, and the other is a uh, is a nurse uh, and becomes a military nurse in the uh, in, in the army, and they meet by accident, and um, uh, they 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 fall in love, and there's separation. Somebody then I go into their childhood a little a little bit as well, their backgrounds, and. Um, Someone told me that's a, a trick of Danielle Steele's is to go into uh, uh, their her character's childhoods. I didn't know that at the time, but I thought, okay, if I do something Danielle Steele does, that's probably okay. That's a winner. That's a winner. And um, yeah, they have separations. They have um, psychological problems. Um, they have... Uh, yeah, they have uh, they have difficulties, but of course it's a romance, and they finally do uh, they do get together. And I actually wrote a couple of other books afterwards with them as characters, although the third one was not with them as the main character. The second one one was, and all that's listed on Bold Strokes uh, website on, on undermining. But I, I did I did have like a lot of people, I had a lot of affection for the you know the cursed characters I created the first book. Uh, that I that I wrote and um, it doesn't children. say so yeah the first children it doesn't it doesn't say explicitly in the um, in the book but it's a butch femme couple okay and um, so tell us about you know how you came to even submit that like uh, to bold strokes um, your friend said hey you know you should submit this and um and you did. And uh, how did you choose Bold Strokes? Well, actually, it started um, when I was writing some fan fiction on the Internet. And the fan fiction site I used, I, I met a lot of people through my writing uh, on on that. And one of the people who became a friend of mine through that website uh, was a huge fan of uh FF fiction and a huge fan of bold strokes uh, fiction. And she told me to start reading those books. And, and I did um, me and my other half. And we, we liked the books a lot. We thought they were really sweet. And um, I thought, well, I've, I've, I thought about this particular um, time period and characters for a while. And my friend from the um, fan fiction site said, you know, you're a real writer. You could really write, your own stories, not just fan fiction in it. And so I decided to give it a try and I did. And that's how I got uh, published. The other friend who told me it was an unusual circumstance was a, um, a friend who was a publisher. Okay. Awesome. Who, who, who published here in San Francisco. Um, so did they point did. You in the direction yeah. of bold strokes then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, is romance your um, favorite genre to write, um, or do you dabble in in other genres? I have one book that's Bold Strokes classifies as general fiction, but most of the time I write romance, um, either historical or contemporary. Uh, I guess it is my favorite. I think because it's a lot of the it's favorites of a lot of. Uh, of fans of, of um, you know, female, female fiction. It's romance that captures most people's attention. 
right? I uh, recently learned um, straight or gay, uh, most women prefer romance novels. Uh, mm -hmm. They're the uh, largest uh, readers in that market. Uh, yep. Not surprising, though, I guess. So, no, I think so. Yeah. So um, since you became, I'll say, a legit published author, um, how has your life changed? Well, um, I met a lot of wonderful writers, other writers and readers, uh, both at conferences or people who write, sometimes write to me very nice things. Um, I, you know, one of the funny things that happened is I don't watch any movies or any uh, TV programs uh, anymore or even reading where I, I don't think to myself, okay, why did they make the decision to that? Or this person's point of view is the most important one. And how did they decide to do it? I kind of deconstruct things while I'm watching them. I still enjoy them, but I, I like to look at how I kind of look at the, the way other people construct their stories and, and think it, if it has anything to teach me and, and why they made the think about why they made the decisions that they made. So you're, you're always uh, in this writer's mode then when you're observing other people's work. Almost always. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, I still enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm still have a good time with all that, but I always, part of my mind is always thinking, you know, about the, um, the, the framework, the construction and, and how it's, uh, uh, how it affects the story or how they told, how they tell their stories. So that's, that's one thing. And I actually, I think writers think all the time in one form or another, you meet somebody that makes an impression on you and you think about their character and like, wow, maybe I should, you know, use something of this person in a character some, sometime. So I, I don't think writers ever stop working. Mm -hmm. So when you're um like out and about, um, do you, I know other writers have told me that they eavesdrop, they listen to other people's conversations and they get fodder for their work. Um, it, do you engage in any of that? Yeah, I, 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 I do to a certain extent. Um, I also, um, I just have a, 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 a little, I'm on the older side and I have a long history, a long uh, uh, trail of uh, memories of various people in my life and various experiences that I've had that, that, that stayed with me in one form or another. So I often use my own memory. Okay. Do you put, um, anyone that you know in your personal life uh, into a character? Uh, only one uh, to a fairly explicit extent. And it was um, uh, after the person had, had, had passed away. The last book I wrote dealt a great deal with the AIDS epidemic and, and uh, with one of the characters who was a, a, a a friend and mentor of, of the main character was based on a man who's a friend of mine. He actually didn't die of AIDS. He died of a brain tumor wow. of all things a few years ago. And it's kind of, uh, uh, kind of horrifying, but, yeah. uh, he, um, he, he framed a great deal of how I, I, I wrote my, um, main characters, uh, close friend. 
Mm. I'm so sorry for your loss. That's hard. Uh, it was. It was very. Um, uh, it was hard on a, a lot of, of of people in my circle. I'm a 12 stepper, and he was in the 12 step programs in San Francisco, and he meant a lot to a lot of people. Okay. So, um, so you're uh, a member of the 12 step program. Is that I am. Uh, and do you incorporate any of that into your work? I wrote a whole book about it. Did you? What's that called? That is the last book that I published somewhere along the way. Wow. I will have to check that out. I'm um, I'm in recovery myself. Um, oh, very good. Uh, that'll be fun. And, and is that a, a romance novel? It is not a romance novel. It's about s- somebody getting sober, oh. recovering. Okay, so th- I say it's the anti-romance novel. It's really not romantic. <laughs> <laughs> so would that be like general fiction then? Yeah, yeah, that's what BSB calls general fiction. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to check that out. And and when was that released? Uh, that was last summer. Okay, so um, like or September, maybe last September. Yeah. All right, 2019 September-ish. I will look for that. I I probably already even have it. Um, just mm, and you might so backlogged. Um, on reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't keep up with um bold strokes. I think you guys publish like maybe ten or twelve books uh each month, and I can't it's read that true. many. It's true. Yeah. It's enormous. I can't keep up with it either. Yeah. So, um, what or who? Uh, if if there's a person in your life who has had the biggest impact on your writing or, or maybe, um, you know, a what in terms of um, an incident or an, an occurrence um, has had an impact on your writing? You know, I can't say it was a person or a, an incident in my life. It was just all the things uh all the things I've read, uh, all the reading I've done um, over time. I, I actually, when, when I read that question, I actually interpreted it as, as the people who I've read that meant the most to me and oh, that cool. I would like to emulate. And uh, and who was that? Uh, there, there are four different people, and I'll go through this really briefly. I, I, I just wanted to mention these writers. Um, Stephen King, oddly enough, I mean the the horror, not the horror part so much, but his treatment of his characters and the way he writes ordinary people, I, I deeply, deeply ad- admire. So that's why I have him on the list. And my favorite writers of lesbian fiction are Jane Rule and Sarah Waters. Ah, okay. They're both wonderful, wonderful writers. Yeah. And um, I got inspired to write historical fiction because of Mary Renault. Okay, I'm not familiar with Mary Renault. You know, you have to look her up. Okay. She's long gone now, but she wrote a series of uh, mostly um, uh, based in Greek uh, history. She loved the Greeks, I think, probably because she was a classically educated Brit. She went to Cambridge. And she... Um, did wonderful does wonderful historical fiction uh, and also coincidentally one of the first queer books i ever read was written by her really yeah she um, only wrote one lesbian novel and i'm sorry to say that she didn't really i, I wasn't impressed it's almost impenetrable oh. um to and, read 
but the 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 gay male fiction is lovely what um and what era was she writing in um classical greece um the the um the the era of um athens and the city state and that that period that okay. time period and and what, um, alexander the great too okay and what was her her lifetime era then uh let's see her years i think she was probably born in the uh early 30 no not 30s in late 20s perhaps because she was in world war ii she worked as a nurse in world war ii wow. uh so she would have been out of college by then um and then she wrote through the 70s wow Okay. That's great, pretty great writer. Yeah. That's pretty amazing that uh someone born in the twenties, uh a woman especially. Um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Um yeah, she wrote one contemporary um fiction about gay men that was really nice too. And uh but mostly she's well known for the historical fiction. Oh cool. I'll have to check her out for sure too. Um you're giving me lots to do here. Yeah, yeah, more to read. That's what you need. You need more to read. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what what do you enjoy most um, about writing? I love research. Um, I do because I do historical stuff. I like. I I have to do a lot of of research, and I really love that. Um, I love uh, going to libraries and finding things out and going to archives and getting archivists to help me find things. And they're always, always very, very helpful and so wonderful. I have to ask, were you a researcher in the science world? Um, you know, in, in, in certain periods of time I was, but I, I was actually working in biotech. It was a bit more on, on the commercial side. Okay. Okay. That's cool, though, that you like research. Um, uh, yeah, I've always liked history, and I've always liked uh, r- research. And and um, I, I, I'm also a huge um, reader and collector of LGBT um, books. I have a lot of them. They're both fiction and nonfiction, so I, and I read a lot of history uh, and, cult- and culture um, um, of our community. So that's great. That's very important to me. Yeah. Um, and do you, have you always lived on the West Coast? Uh, no, I moved here in 1979. I lived, yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I went to college in Ohio and then I moved out here in 79. Wow. All right. Uh, and where in Ohio did you go? Um, Cleveland. Ah, okay. I know Cleveland really well. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to the University of Dayton. Oh, you went to the University of Dayton? Oh, very good. Yeah. My uh, other half is from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Good people are from Ohio. Yes, um, and I agree. I, I actually live in Pennsylvania. I pretty much, uh, yeah, grew up in Pennsylvania then, so. Uh, but on the other side, near Philly. Uh, Eastern Pennsylvania. Yep. Eastern Pennsylvania and Western Pennsylvania are very different, I think. They're like two different states. Yeah, Eastern Pennsylvania is Eastern and Western Pennsylvania is Midwestern. Yes, very much so. You're right. You're, yep, you have that down. That is exactly how I would describe it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, you like to research. Um, and is there anything else that you enjoy about uh, your writing process? 
when something happens when you're writing, and I know this happens to a lot of other people, is something happens when you're writing. I don't know if it's our subconscious that does it. It's certainly not a conscious process, but your subconscious brings up something that you you write down or a plot point or a, or a description of a character and you think, wow, that's really great. Where did that come from? <laughs> that's that's really gratifying oh, when something cool. happens like that. Yeah, that's uh, a nice surprise, right? Right. So, um, so Kathy, we connected actually through your publicist. Yes. Um, and is it? Would you say it's unusual for um, an author to to have a public publicist? Um, like, do you find that uh, maybe your author friends have publicists, or um, or no? I, I think some of them do. I, I don't really get a sense of how many people do, but I'd read about Michelle Carlsberg in one of the local gay papers. And I, uh, the book that I published uh, most recently, um, the somewhere along the way when I just told you about, mm-hmm. I was so far out of the what I normally wrote. I thought maybe it would be helpful to have somebody like her to help steer me in different directions and, sort of raise my profile a little bit um, other than what bold strokes does for publicity. So I can't really say with any accuracy if it's unusual or if it, uh, or not. I mean, she has worked with a lot of pretty famous queer writers. So, oh, that's cool. um, but bold strokes, I think, I don't know, maybe some of them do. I'm sure some of them do. Yeah. I've not heard of anyone or no one else has, has ever mentioned that before. Um, so I just found that uh, to be really unique, um, and uh, and I'm just wondering how that how that works for you. Well, I have enjoyed it certainly, and she cracks the whip and tells me to do all kinds of <laughs> different things, and uh, you know, I'll, I I I hope it helps. I'm sure it will in some way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so. Do you find that uh, somewhere along the way is um, infiltrating the recovery world? Well, I can certainly speak to my local friends who all liked it a lot. Most of them read it. And um, I don't know if it is being read um, in other uh, milieus, other recovery uh, uh, communities rather than the one that um, I personally belong to. Um some uh, of the online commentary in Amazon and Goodreads, a little bit of it indicates somebody, people who are familiar with it. Cool. But uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I really cool. don't know. It remains to be seen. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm really eager to read that now and, uh, yeah, and put it out there to the recovery world. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I think it has a lot of appeal to, to, uh, to people in recovery. I mean, there's a whole genre of literature devoted to recovery anyways so. yeah right yeah so um so do you have anything that you're working on or um uh is somewhere along the way your most recent release right it is the most recent release um i will be releasing another book uh or bold strokes will be releasing my latest book in august and that is called um trade secrets and it's a very um 
traditional contemporary romance uh, uh, novel, and it's um, it's it's actually a fictionalized version of the Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos mess that occurred a couple of years ago. Oh wow! And uh, I I, uh, I I changed all the names, of course, and oh. my characters are are fictional characters um, that get entwined in the uh, in the whole situation in the in the in the drama as they used to call them romana clef one one of my online twitter buddies said i had to go look that up <laughs> so so kathy i'm thinking that um it would take more energy and more time to write a historical um romance novel than a contemporary romance novel because of the time and energy doing research i imagine that would take a little bit more um time than like a contemporary romance is that yes it does i i think all writing involves a little bit of research uh to some extent, but yeah, when it's a period of time, the technical definition of romance is a period of time that you did not live through yourself. So that means that you do have to go digging uh, for for things if you want to get the details right. But fortunately, I enjoy that. Uh, it is time consuming. Yeah, I'll bet. All right. So in August, we'll look forward to Trade Secrets. Um, yeah. So are you working on anything right now um or i am i'm glad you asked it's this is historical romance this time and it's a world war ii uh interracial military uh, romance well one of the characters is military and the other one's a, a rosie the riveter type cool that sounds really cool i think it's going to be fun it's a challenge uh a challenge to write. Um, San Francisco uh, in the 1940s was a place where a lot of service people ended up after they got out of the uh, uh, out of the military. And then some people say that's that was that was the 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 birth of the LGBT community here in San Francisco and in Los Angeles. Really? Because people. Um, they got out of the military and they knew they were gay and they were living gay lives and they couldn't imagine going back to their uh, tiny repressive hometowns. Yeah. So they just stayed. Huh. How about that? Yeah. You know, that's, you're jarring my memory. I just read a book. Um, oh, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it had to do with uh, the war and um, somebody leading like a double life really. Um, mm -hmm. uh, gay and straight, you know, um, and they ended up in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, that was good. Wow. Well, if you remember it, you can email it to me. Okay, definitely. I will. I'll ask my wife. She'll remember. She remembers everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. She remembers everything. Uh -huh. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> so, um, so what do you like to read? Um, you had uh, stated earlier that it, you know, writers like to read and that's how you kind of develop your craft. And so um, what do you like to read? I like to read. Um, well, I read a lot of nonfictions. I, I, I mentioned a lot of biography. I'm rereading one about Virginia Woolf. Um, for fiction, I like for, for lesbian fiction. I like, 
Claire Lydon and Claire Ashton and Missouri Vaughn and Carson Tate and uh, other types of fiction. Um, I just recently started reading books by Curtis Sittenfeld, in spite of the name is a, is a young woman. Huh. And um, uh, I like uh, a book I just read by Celeste Ng, which has now become a famous TV miniseries now on Hulu, another, you know, COVID-19 um, viewing uh, oh, what's distraction. That? What's That's that called? called Little Fires Everywhere. Oh, yes. And yeah. it's set in Shaker Heights, which I happen to be deeply familiar with because I lived in Cleveland Heights. I lived in the next um, town over. So Shaker Heights was sort of this this omnipresent community that was next door to Cleveland Heights, very different, as I'm sure you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually had a friend from college who lived in Shaker Heights. Uh, so it's a fascinating uh, story, as the author did too. Actually, went to high, she went to high school in yeah. uh, in Shaker Heights. So yeah, I read that book. We uh, that was one of our book club books. We read that was really okay. Good. good. Yeah, I haven't seen. Yeah, the, the I like show, the book though. and I. I like the miniseries. It's a little bit different than the book, but is it? it was done with the permission of the writer. She was one of the producers, so she was cool with it. That's oh. fine. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just haven't checked that out. I've been, uh, during COVID, I've been watching a lot of British TV. Um, oh, yeah. We love British TV, too. Yeah. Endless endless detective stories. Yes. Yes. I'm, like, hooked. I'm, I've been watching Vera right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's uh, amazing. Yeah, well, great, great, great detective shows. Yeah, really. So, um, wow. So it's it's uh, kind of um, I don't know, uh, amazing to me that um, most authors or um, have their go to authors that they like to read, um, which is you know, um, I guess the same as as every other reader. Um, but uh, it just fascinates me. I don't. I I, I mentioned Sarah Waters um, as a an, uh, hero or influence. A uh, co- couple questions back, but uh, Sarah Waters is, is someone I love to read too. Okay, and um, and speaking of heroes, is uh, who are your other heroes besides Sarah Waters? Oh, other heroes. Um, um, let's see, other heroes, um, uh, literary or some other. What, whoever. Eleanor Roosevelt is a, I'm a big fan of Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> my, my representative, as I often like to remind people in the Twitter world, Nancy Pelosi is San Francisco's Democratic House of Representatives representative. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, I, yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> and uh let's see yeah nancy pelosi eleanor roosevelt um oh my gosh there's so many of them um vita sackville west she's a writer too but her writing is so old and and so um i don't know it's it's kind of strange writing i've i've read it but but uh, she's a hero it's mostly her her art art was in her life more than 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 her writing i think okay uh, uh vita sackville west and um let's see who else oh my god there's too many to mention <laughs> that's great that's awesome to have so many heroes 
Um, um, Alexander the Great, because oh. I read all the Mary Renault um, fiction about him. He, I, huge admiration for him. Wow. And um, you're going way back. I go way back. Yeah, I go way, way back. Um, other people, um, anyway, this is like a group of people rather than a, a, a person. But the um, the the legal the legal eagles of the queer world, world who who fight our fights out in 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 the courts, the marriage equality people, yeah, and the um, employment equality people. Yeah. yeah, I I deeply admire them. Shout out to Lambda Legal. Yeah, shout out for Lambda Legal, gay and lesbian defenders, and uh, is Portland calling me? That's weird. Is that one of my relatives? I'm going to decline it. Okay. Uh, I can call back later and figure out who that is. It might be one of our relatives. Our cousins live in Portland. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it surprises me um, that Nancy Pelosi is from the West Coast because she's so, she's so assertive. I take her for an East Coast girl. Well, that's an interesting observation because she actually grew up in Baltimore uh-huh. where her, her dad was the mayor of Baltimore. Wow. And that's where she learned politics with her mom and dad when she was very young. Okay. So that makes sense. She does have that, that East Coast upbringing. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So, um, Kathy, what's next for you? Um, You're, you're writing uh, right now a book about World War II. Um, I am. And, and, how long will it take? You're in the process of writing that. How long will it take till till we see that out in print form or in e form? I I'm not sure, but it's sometime um, next year. I would imagine it'll be in the latter half of next year, since my deadline is April of of twenty twenty one. So the lead time, um, the six months. I think it'll probably be in the fall of of twenty twenty one. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. I try to go for a book a year. Great. That's, that's, uh, that's enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you like to hear from your readers? Um, and from, I our... sure do. Okay. Yeah. And how would, how would they contact you? Um, are you on Facebook? Are you, um, through the Bold Strokes website or any other? Uh, yeah. My, my website's listed on the Bold, um, Bolt Strokes uh, website. I have the, there's a link for that. Uh, Facebook is Kathy Knowles. Um, on Twitter is at Knowles Kathy. Okay. And um, yeah, you have my email address and that's perfectly fine too. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, you know, uh, sometimes I think our listeners uh, like to, uh, once they've read your work, like to contact you and, and let you know, you know, how they heard about it and, and what's happening. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to hear from them. Yeah. Awesome. I'd to, awesome. I'd love to hear from them. <laughs> Sometimes writers contact me. One writer contacted me who was, um, wanted to let me know that she really liked one of the historical novels cause she grew up and she was uh, quite a bit older than, than us and a quarter bit older than me, but she remembered certain things about Marin County that, that, you know, she appreciated reading and, 
the one part of the um, of the novel that I, I had my characters go over to um, Mount Tamalpais, and uh, and that was really sweet to hear from someone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that <laughs> is. That's very cool. So, um, do you have any parting words for our listeners today? Um, let's see. Parting words for the listeners. If you're an aspiring writer, keep writing. Don't get discouraged. Uh, but be judicious about how you submit. And for readers, well, try reading things you more, wouldn't normally read, like historical fiction, for one. There you <laughs> instead go. Of, <laughs> instead of uh, contemporary romance. Historical romance could be a lot of fun. Awesome. So um, just to recap for our listeners, um, in um, this past fall, you had Somewhere Along the Way was released. Mm -hmm. And then um, this summer, just in a couple months, actually, I can't believe uh, we're in June, um, you have um, trade, trade, secrets. trade Secrets. And then next year, we're looking forward to the World War II uh, romance, I guess. Right. So. Yeah. Historical romance. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Kathleen Knowles, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Um, thank you so much, Anita. It was a pleasure talking with you. So uh, that's all the time we have for today. Um, thanks for joining Liz Talk About Books, baby. And until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty and stay safe out there, folks.